Hey, this is Chuck, and you are listening to Fans with Bands, the podcast where we talk to the fans and the bands they dig about life, music, and whatever the hell else we want to talk about. Today on Fans with Bands, we're talking to Enlighten. Check it out. All right. Hey, this is Chuck with Fans with Bands, and I am talking to Enlighten. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Blessed to be here, man. Awesome. It's so cool to have you on here, and thank you so much for being on the show. Um, I got to tell you, I didn't, I wasn't aware of your music until your management reached out and said, hey, you know, would you be interested in talking to Enlighten? And I'm like, sure. And so then I went and checked it out, and I'm so glad you guys got in, in, in touch because I was very intrigued with uh, the album you just, I think it was came out maybe last year or uh, yeah, beginning last of this year, War With Myself. And then yes, you've got, the, you got a video coming out, or it is out, right? Uh, I'll hold on. I'll hold on. Yep, the video's yeah. out now. Fantastic, man. So I was, you know, why don't we start off with that song? Can you tell me the story behind that? Yeah. So uh, the whole concept around war with myself, I'm sure as you've uh, picked up, it uh, focuses very heavily on uh, topics of mental health and uh, depression. And so I, uh, I needed a song that kind of spoke like spoke to everybody in a sense of like that kind of unifies everybody who's going through that together. Yeah. So this is kind of an anthem for like when you're feeling down personally, just think I'll hold on. Like you can hold on. That's kind of something that brings the audience together and kind of unifies it as one. Cause whatever, what I say in that song, like a lot of people do feel like I've, yeah. I've gotten a lot of people saying what you said in that song is literally how it is, how, how depression can be. Yeah. So, that la- that second verse, I was mainly talking to the, just the audience in general, just everybody who's who feels like I do. You know, we're we're not alone as much as we want to feel alone. Yeah, as much as we feel alone, we're not. There's other people that feel like you do, and it, I I feel like that's important to kind of bring that to people's minds. Yeah, and I I, I thought the both the video and just um, listening to the lyrics, I thought it really connected as far as like, uh, especially, and I can't remember the the exact line, but you talk about like being like uh closed and just you know of uh like a uh you know just like a closed face but inside there's turmoil and i i can totally identify with that and i can imagine like people that are suffering you know you just kind of put up a wall and you say this is me and this is the face you see but it's not the real person it's not really what's going on yeah i mean uh unfortunately people who struggle with it have to work twice as hard to maintain a sense of balance and happiness so that person maybe all smiles on the outside but inside he's could be going through hell you never know uh it always be the ones that you don't expect going through that that kind of have the worst struggles sometimes yeah yeah so for the video like um how did you come up with that concept for that because i love it when the you know you are talking in the in the mirror, you know, and you're standing there. It's, yeah, that, that's a cool um, way to start it. I had that concept actually from the moment I recorded the song in the studio. I already had an idea of uh, of that. And shout out to um, shout out to Urban Visuals who made that come to life. Uh, very talented from Detroit. Uh, check him out if you haven't yet. But he, I told him what I wanted as far as the splicing of the mirror shot yeah. and everything. He made it look so crispy, and uh, I I'm in love with the video. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> that's awesome and i saw somebody else did like a, a lyric video for that too which i, I think is cool yeah too. this this guy picked up on me his name is jj uh, he does lyric videos for uh 
mostly big rapper like bigger than me of course so it was a honor to see him find my music and like i gotta make a lyric video for that i've never had that before i've never had anyone kind of take that kind of initiative to my music so that was cool to see and it's just another uh, way to get that song out into the masses so he appreciate him shout out jj yeah for sure so you know in the album um i mean as you mentioned like with the song i'll hold on is pretty much the rest of the of the album focuses on like uh, those issues of mental health um i think it's really uplifting that you like each of those songs i mean you could have like just been i, I don't know uh, wallowing in those emotions but instead you kind of flip it around to to showcase it but then also kind of give i don't know there's messages of hope in there so yeah, was, was that your goal i mean to set out to kind of help uplift people it was because uh I, w- I wish someone would have done that for me when i was going through my struggles and uh it wasn't easy going through what i go- what i went through and yeah. uh feeling alone in the process so that's really what i did it for i wanted to let people know that they're not alone and uh, there's other alternatives than just giving up yeah so i know that uh i'll hold on is that that kind of first single that you've done a video for but what, for you on the album what's your most favorite track my most favorite track i would have to say it's the final track of the album war with myself the self-titled track yeah uh it's basically my story in a song in a nutshell kind of what motivates me to do what i do that's how i end it uh from you know my my friends my inner circles uh my best friends who've got me through everything my day ones my family uh my struggles everything that kind of just made me what i am today i showcased on that song war with myself is i'm in love with it but it's kind of hard to chew it though because there's so many different vibes like uh i do touch on the mental health stuff a lot but there's also fun tracks on the album or there's just songs where i just want to snap and just go hard there's a bunch of different stuff on the album but the main focus is definitely uh mental health very cool very cool so what's your songwriting process like i mean where do you get your inspiration? Is it, I mean, I obviously part of it, well, a lot of it's uh, emotional, but um, like you said, you know, I want to snap. That's another tune that's like not necessarily about mental health. So what is the songwriting process like for you? How do you come up with those ideas and then flush them out? Um, usually I, I have a batch of producers uh, that I like to use for my beats and stuff. And uh, usually they'll send me stuff. Uh-huh. and uh, I'll, I'll just click through them. And it d- depends on my mood, really. Whatever my mood is at the time, whatever I want to get off my chest, I try to fit the vibe of whatever beat I'm about to write. Because I like to, when I write, I like it to just come out as naturally as possible, like flow out like water. I don't like having that uh, that brain fog. Yeah. I don't like the brain fog. I don't like being stuck. That, that obviously means like the beat wasn't meant for you. I want something that will make me pour out everything right there on the spot. So that's usually what I look for. Whatever matches my vibe at the time, I will always have a topic to write around it because life's always changing for me. <laughs> for sure. For sure. So now, do you have like ideas for songs that you just haven't found the right, you know, the, the right beat the, the, to go with it? Oh, yes. I have. <laughs> <laughs> I have. Uh, concept songs are like one of those things that we wrap in the perspective of like a news topic or like a, those songs are kind of hard to just do because you you need the perfect beat to go behind it and 
you need to, I, I feel like you need a producer to make the beat as you're doing something like that because uh if it's just looping over and over it's going to sound uninspired i if i'm making a concept song in the perspe- perspective of something else yeah I, man i'm very picky about stuff like that i'm a perfectionist and it's <laughs> unfortunate <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, you got to be though sometimes because you want to, you know, you want to showcase like all aspects of it, right? And so, no, for sure, for sure, I take pride in my work, for sure. Awesome. So, when did you get start? When did you get started, and and how? Like, what were your influences early on? Uh, okay, funny story. So, <laughs> I first wrote my first song. Uh, this is back in the day, two thousand early two thousands. We all remember the Eminem takeover the shady takeover the g unit 50 cent takeover all that right now that i was in my infancy basically like four or five six uh <laughs> a friend flipped me an m&m cd and that's literally all it took uh i was in love so i got in trouble writing my first song at like seven or eight uh i had a little school desk in my room and i'd be writing songs at an early age my uncle uh, we had a family party. My uncle saw what I was writing, the lyrics I was writing. It was basically like Eminem inspired, like, uh, F this, F that, whatever. <laughs> right. Like, what the hell are you writing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, they didn't hear how I rapped it. Like, uh, I always had uh, made my own little rap songs and tried to perfect the flow for a while. Even fell out of hip hop for a little bit because uh, I just, you know, Soldier Boy came about and all yeah. like the pop stuff started coming about so it didn't really get to me as much i picked it back up in like high school and ever since then i've been writing songs and perfecting my craft and now i'm taking it somewhere it's crazy that's awesome that's awesome i know yeah i've always been a songwriter though throughout it all like i've always written poetry songs uh i just write so do you do you um do you keep a book with you to like as inspiration strikes so you can just write things down how do you how do you capture all that I do keep a book. I'm not the type to use a phone early. I can't, uh, I'm old fashioned. I write it out and, uh, yeah, that's basically it. I have whole notebooks stuffed full of pages and like a folder stuff full of ripped out pages that I've used. And I have a whole manifesto of lyrics, believe it or not. <laughs> that's awesome. But yeah. I, write, I just write. I like, I just like writing old fashioned pen, scribble pen. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. There's something about like, pen and paper every once in a while when you when you know if you're it's a very interesting process for sure just scribbling and jotting and you know it's it's beautiful to me that's how i fell in love with hip-hop yeah definitely because that's um that's something i always was intrigued by is like the just the volume of things that certain rappers like collect you know in terms of their writing i mean it's all over the map they're not necessarily always raps they're like He's mentioned poems, stories, all kinds of yeah. shit. Anything. And you can literally like pour the contents of your brain out on this piece of paper and have it make sense. It's it's a beautiful thing to me. Yeah, for sure. So now um, you you got the album out, you got this uh, video, um, and you just did Alley Fest in, in Flint. So how was that? Oh, that was fun. It rained, but rain or shine, <laughs> I did my thing and it was it was cool. It was a, I never played any kind of downtown festival like that before. So that was an experience for sure. Very cool. And so, um, food was oof. Oh yeah. (laughs) Amazing food. They got amazing food vendors down there. Nice. Who, uh, what was, uh, what'd you have that you really enjoyed? 
the smoothie. There was a smoothie truck, and it was uh, I I don't know what she did to these smoothies, man. But they <laughs> point and they <laughs> so perfect. She put some definitely some love in those smoothies for sure. <laughs> awesome, <laughs> excellent. So what else is uh, going on as far as uh, with you and and uh, live shows? Because I I know Alley Fast, but anything coming up that you're gonna do? I actually had an offer today. Let me see if uh, what's the name of Grand Rapids? I got offered to play a festival today. I think it's called Peace Fest or uh, One Love Fest. Let me okay. see. But it's going to be happening on August. It's called One Piece Hip Hop Festival in Grand Rapids. It's happening in artists. And uh, yeah, I submitted my artist page to them. So good luck <laughs> to me, hopefully. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. That'll be coming up. Uh, yeah. Uh, shout out David, my manager. He's been helping me get a lot of booking too. So we're going to be cooking up a lot. There's a lot of new announcements in the works right now, but one piece hip hop festival is definitely going to be on the agenda next. Very cool. So, um, is there, is there new music on the way? Is... Yes, sir. I actually okay. have a single releasing July 13th on Spotify. It is set to release July 13th uh or july 12th at midnight however you want to say it <laughs> called another high and uh it's really just vintage me and then i got another one after that set to release and that song is going to be crazy and i can't give too much away about that yet but <laughs> so, t- so tell it, me about another high um how did that song come about and uh and where, where was it recorded it was recorded uh at my usual studio place recorded at rockstar studios and uh on flushing road in flint or around it's flint township flushing yeah. area yeah. uh yeah in the studio out every time i go to do uh, music there and uh the process came about the song came about uh i feel like i was just like going in my transformation mode like i was going from one chapter of my life to the next yeah and i was writing about it and then uh one of my producers he's actually from india actually uh, sent me this beat and it was perfect. It literally couldn't have came at a better time. Awesome. And uh, he puts a lot of love in his beats too. Like they're not just loops. He fills them out and spaces them out and puts character to them. So that's what I like about that. So when I heard that beat, I was like, I gotta, I gotta do this. Like I can't not do this. <laughs> it couldn't have hit me at a better time. So yeah, another high is about uh, really just me going into my new chapter of life, happier and healthier and kind of looking back on what it took to get here. Cool. Excellent, man. So if you could play anywhere in the world, um, where would that be? And who would you like to be on stage with? I want to play at Rolling Loud. I would like the privilege to play at Rolling Loud with all the hottest hip hop artists that are out at the time. That festival is my dream to play hands down Rolling Loud. Just to be at the Mecca of what's happening in rap right now. Yeah. To play with artists like maybe like ski mask or, you know, uh, Travis Scott, cool people like that. Really, yeah. I just want to be where it's popping at, and I hope to get there someday. <laughs> That'll be cool. That would be cool, man. I don't know why you wouldn't. I mean, I, I Rolling think Loud was... is like kind of like the what what rappers aspire to really play at once they get to a pinnacle of uh, their success. Rolling yeah. Loud is kind of like the celebration of that. Awesome. So who who you you mentioned Eminem, but were there other rappers that were like? highly influential or other musicians that were really influential when you were getting going 
Yeah, uh, definitely Tupac. Uh, Tupac just kind of lit that fire in me as a as an artist and as a person, really. Yeah. To kind of make me more conscious about what I say in my songs. Uh, who else? Shoot. Eminem and Tupac for sure. Nipsey Hussle was a big one. Um, 50 Cent for how like he basically just took over the whole rap game in a matter of a year. <laughs> to this day, he has one of the biggest albums of all time. Like, still no one has done that. Uh, that's about it. M50 Tupac. That's like my trifecta right there. Awesome. Awesome. Well, what, I, what I was influenced by as a young and grown up. So if you could... Kind of... oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was, I was saying, I was kind of changing with the times. Like, I always find new inspirations, even to this day, that kind of, uh, to this day, King Iso, I say, he's a, he's a rapper I I ride with really heavy. He's a, definitely an inspiration to this day. That's cool, because it's, uh, I find that sometimes, you know, either fans or musicians kind of get locked in, and they, they stick with, you know, what they know, as opposed to, like, branching out and, checking out other artists so that's really cool that you're you're you know keeping an eye out for all for other things that are on the horizon oh you got that's how you grow with the culture man yeah for sure so um what was i going to ask you oh um as far as like you know sort of your backstory where um where do you think you know your um your your drive to to have that kind of positive message in your music came from um well i was just at a really bad point in my life i was just, i was messing up i'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep it a, a book i was messing up in life uh not making good choices gang banging uh doing drugs doing all the wrong things because i was just low as a person like i was just insecure depressed uh self-destructing basically and uh, it eventually led to a suicide attempt that thankfully I survived or I wouldn't be here right now. And I think ever since I survived that, it took a little bit after that for me to realize, but uh, one day it just clicked like uh, I need to I need to do something. I need to do something better and I need to help others in this. So I kind of just didn't take my second chance for granted. Like I lit the fire right there. And uh, awesome. unfortunately, life still hit some roadblocks after that. Uh, I lost my mom. That was a big one. So I really think after that, that's when I took it into hundred percent full throttle. Man, because I realized it was more than about me. It was yeah. more about the music. It was about something way bigger than that. Yeah, yeah. So if you could, you know, sit down with anybody, and they they could be alive or dead, um, have a share a beverage with them, and and talk to them. Um, who would that be, and what would you like to talk to them about? Mm, that is a great question. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> That's a great question. I guess I would talk to... I would talk to Jay-Z, I think. Cool. Who would you ask? ask him... I would ask him what sacrifices he made to get to where he was at. Cause I know you don't just become like Jay-Z overnight. You have to, it always comes with the price. So I would ask him, well, what did you sacrifice to get to where you're at? And uh, what humbles you to this day? What keeps you humbled? 
despite yeah. how successful you are like what do you do to stay humble and to not to rise above all the the media and all that yeah 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 he, like, he be... seems like he would have a wisdom like he's been through a lot of eras of music and still doing it to this day so i feel like he would be the one to talk to as far as to get wisdom on the culture yeah for sure because i think he's done um like you said just so many different things and uh i i I mean, I don't know him, but it seems like he would be somebody that would be totally approachable to, you know, like you could just sit down with them and it would be totally cool about answering any questions and talk with somebody. Yeah, for sure. And even if he was like, you know, piss off, go away. I can't talk to you right now. Oh, damn, Jay-Z told me to piss off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he would, but like, it would be a perfect to even get that because, uh, you know, shout out Jay. He's one of the goats for sure. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> uh, I don't think you do that though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so kind of getting back into your like your history and your backstory. What was the very first show you ever went to? It was a Beach Boys show, actually. Uh, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I was like five or six, and John Stamos was the guest drummer. John Stamos, <laughs> really? John was the guest drummer and let me tell you uh as a as a young child i should have never been exposed to so many topless women in the crowd <laughs> that i was once they knew john stamos was the drummer everything was flying beach ball Oz, everything yeah, that was a fun that was a fun good first show <laughs> uh, <laughs> i was no. like i knew from that moment i want to be like him <laughs> <laughs> That was that was a cool show though. That was definitely an experience. <laughs> awesome. So, do you remember your very first time on stage? Um, what was that like for you, and and what did you take away from it that you kind of still you know incorporate today? My first time on stage was at it was a small bar. I mean, it was humble, humble small bar that played. You know, uh, it was either Detroit. I had to go all the way to Detroit from Grand Rapids or it was in White Cloud. Either way, it was a drive. It was just a little bar. And uh, we had to drive through a snowstorm, blizzard, literally blizzard. Couldn't see. <laughs> had to make it an hour out. So, uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was pretty cool. I think I did good. Uh, the, the people I was rapping with at the time, you know, uh, they were newbies. They were just starting to. So, I mean, we were kind of just having fun with it. My first big show, I can say, uh, was at this venue in Grand Rapids, one of the big ones called The Intersection. Oh, yeah, I love and that place. I sold tickets to uh, book myself there and play there, and that was um, an amazing experience I because can't. I did good for first off, and second off, all my friends were there, and third off, all the crowd, other crowd that was there, they kind of left after my set was done. Like, I felt bad for the headliners because like, I didn't want to do that, yeah, but yeah. Uh, I turned up so hard that the you know the crowd. I think that was just it for them. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, Not "Fuck it, I wanted to do." Yeah, I've seen what I need to see. <laughs> kind of, and that's that's what I, I didn't want to do that. But at the same time, I did want to leave my mark because at my shows, I want to leave a mark, and that's yeah. what I go there to. Do. I don't want to give them no half-ass like experience. Yeah, yeah. So, so what do you do to try to um to get ready for your show? What do you have any like kind of pre-show rituals things you need to do to before you get on stage to to do your best 
I keep the water close. Um, I might take like five minutes to myself to kind of get my thoughts together, go over my words in my head and kind of just, you know, sit, meditate, uh, clear my thoughts, not nervous, but really I kind of just ride the momentum that I have, uh, the, the energy. Cause I'm so excited to play. Every time I play a show, I'm excited. Yeah. Like, I'm like, All right, can we just do this already? I'm so ready to go on stage. Let's do this. <laughs> right. Person gonna be fine. So I get myself antsy, but uh, I kind of just have to tell myself to calm down, get go over your lines in your head. I kind of just take some time to myself. Really? That's all it is. I mean, you can't turn back now. <laughs> You're locked in. <laughs> People know, so you got to be positive about it. I drink some water and pray. <laughs> let like god let be a good one <laughs> oh man uh, so so what's the uh what's a show you've seen recently that you really enjoyed incubus oh cool awesome where was that uh, uh incubus is a rock band uh They've been around since like the nineties, I think. They kinda when the whole new metal thing was happening, but they're a funky band, uh yeah. Incubus. They uh you know that song uh, Ever Tomorrow. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's yeah, them. Yeah. That, that was a great show because that's one of my favorite uh, rock bands of all time. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I think I'm trying to remember last time I saw them. It was a while ago, uh pre COVID. Uh where when, uh, when was the show you went to? Uh, it was a year or two ago. It was okay. after COVID. Okay, cool. Recently, but I'm going to see Little Dirk in his hometown of Chicago in August. So I'm super excited about that. I think that's going to top all of them. Nice, nice. So you know, if you were going to recommend, um, so thinking of like your music, but then also thinking of things that you listen to on your own, uh, just to relax. Um, what are what are some you know artists that you're listening to today that you would recommend to other folks? Uh, like I said before, definitely King Iso. Uh, he's under Tech Nine's Strange Music label, but I've known him when he was uh just independent. He's he's also another one who goes hard for the mental health movement. Uh, he's also got a story, and uh, you know, this is what he reminds me why we do what we do because it's bigger than just music. So King Iso is definitely one of them. Uh. Shoot, Kendrick, of course, Kendrick Lamar. I love Kendrick. Yeah. That's what else? There's a lot of rock artists too. I like Breaking Benjamin. The, the thing with I'm versatile with my music taste, like super versatile. So I could go from straight thug hip hop to pop punk or alternative or whatever. Uh Allison Chains, I like a lot. I like a lot of Trippy Red and XXX Tentacion, uh Ski Mask the Slump God. Nice. And it gets me moving, man. I like high energy stuff. Yeah. I also like the stuff that like I can meditate to. That's it's a weird balance. But I either like an extreme of one or extreme of the other. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so what would be uh something you listen to that that might, you know, have somebody going, What? Enlighten listens to this? <laughs> oh man, it's gotta be Alanis Morissette. Oh, really? Awesome. <laughs> that was hard to me. She's she's punk rock as fuck. <laughs> and I just remember her from childhood as a little toddler. Her music would always be playing on the radio. So, uh, it's probably the weirdest thing you'll see on my playlist is Alanis. Uh, <laughs> shout out Alanis. So, you know? <laughs> yeah. Do you have a favorite tune Man, that she's she hardcore. does? What I Really Want. 
for nice. sure. Nice. Wow, she her vocals on that song are crazy. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, shout out Alanis, if you see this, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking before uh, we got going that you'd um, you lived in Grand Rapids and now you're in Flint. Um, what, what do you think about the music scene in Flint? How has it, you know, how has it been and how has it been treating you? Oh man, the music scene in Flint is definitely taking over as far as uh, rap is going. I think people are finally starting to catch on to the whole like techno inspired groove, bouncy, uh, funny rap that Flint does and yeah. Detroit too. Honestly, if we're being honest, Detroit and Flint both uh, have that sound on lock, that Michigan sound. Nice. Uh, which is, which is good and bad. It's good that we're, it's putting Michigan on the map and it's given Michigan artists, artists sense to grow, but it's also bad in the way that since that is what's taken right now, it's kind of hard for any other sound to really breach through there and, uh, be as accessible to people. It depends how, how full are rocking. I mean, I definitely think Blaine definitely has taken over the music scene, right? I'm almost to be a part of it because uh, a lot of talented artists out there and I hope that I can share the stage with a lot of them. Nice. Uh, so kind of getting back into oh, yeah. like music you listen to, what, what's the, um, probably the, your most like go-to album, something you just, you, you're putting on or listening to maybe, I don't know, once a week. Hmm. Once a week. Ooh, <laughs> it would have to be, that is a tough one. Oh, shoot. Once a week. Okay. I would have to say, it would have to be my own, I think. I think as far as like whole albums are concerned, I listen to my own and try to see what I can do different on the next one. <laughs> nice. Nice. Other than that, I mean, I, I go through a lot of stuff. I'm, <laughs> I have my shit on shuffle. So it's always going through a plethora of different, uh, so if anybody uh, back to him again because he's yeah. he's just <laughs> <laughs> awesome so you know when you were talking about like listening to your own music and trying to you know think of what you could do better what have you thought of that you've you think you'd like to improve on or change um from, from what you've been doing um I think I can definitely uh, pick up the vibe a little bit and start shifting into more happy music, more uh, groovy, bouncy, more good vibe-oriented music. Uh, I think more melody. I definitely want to become more melodic, get that that melody on lock. Uh-huh. Uh, like in singing lately, I'm going to try testing that out a little more. Cool. Really kind of just slowing it down. Uh a lot of my songs on War With Myself are intense, uh, whether the speed is intense or the subject matter is intense. Yeah. I would kind of just like to, uh, slow it down and kind of have people understand. I want a more peaceful vibe on the future songs, and then uh, then I can get into the crazy vibes after that peaceful vibe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I love it's... rapping. Like, I love rapping. I love going fast. I love rapping on like super droppy songs and you know i like i like going in so to speak that's what i love doing the most so i'll have definitely have an album in the future where i just go high intensity on every song 
Yeah, that'd be cool. Have you ever thought of like teaming up with another rapper to do things? Yeah, for sure. For sure. There's a couple rappers I actually want to get in touch with. Uh, Ace Cabana, who's also from Flint. Uh -huh. uh, I had my manager, uh, his manager out. So we got some things maybe in the works later. Cool. Uh, Storm from uh, North Carolina. He's from Detroit, but he moved out to North Carolina. Super talented artist. Uh, I've worked on a song with him, but I definitely want to work on more. Uh, same with K-Dog. He's a Cali artist. I Shout out K-Dog. I think the one I want to work with the most that I haven't worked with yet Mm -hmm. Would be John Connor, who is a Flint heavyweight right now. Cool, cool. What What is it about John that you think would be like um, uh, that where you two would complement each other? Oh, the flow for sure. His his flow is awesome. Uh, the subject matter of both being from Flint and knowing like uh, ins and outs of Flint. That would definitely help for the city for sure. Uh, he's yeah. conscious. His subject matter is usually conscious or uh, something real. It's not just no party, bounce music, nothing. He's always got something to say, and that's that's my forte all day. We would definitely come together on some grown man stuff and uh, speak for the city. Cool, awesome. So uh, you know, kind of getting—I don't know enough necessarily influency, but. Um, I'm curious, like, are there other things beyond music uh, and musical artists that have an impact on on your music? Um, kind of thinking of, like, are there any movies or books that have kind of influenced or shaped some of the things that you think about and write about? Yeah, for sure. Uh, definitely uh, movies like Boys in the Hood or Menace Society that depict, like, real gritty neighborhood situations. Uh, that's usually the situations that are kind of swept under the rug for the most part, but those movies do a good job at depicting like uh, not only like uh, poverty and crime, but also depicts how like uh, life in these environments is really. Yeah. So uh, watching those movies growing up definitely helped like Friday. Friday is a movie that had that, but also had the humor mixed in with it. And that's kind of yeah. like where I'm at with it because you need that balance. <laughs> right. Uh, other than that, yeah, uh, really just uh, Tupac's life, the mogul, and uh, his life was a movie, whether he wanted it to be or not. Yeah. It was interesting to me, kind of having that charisma to have the whole world at your heels, like, wild to me. Awesome. Just that superstar quality that he had. I, I aspire to do half of what he's done and he's he, he died at 25 so i mean i, I need to catch up <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome like for real so it inspires we, me to really uh go in there and... <laughs> you know we touched on it earlier um but uh you know are there other videos that are going to be coming out shortly yes there are uh war with myself is the next video that's going to be out nice and that's all i that's all i know so far all I have right. a lot, a lot schedule right now, but uh, I'm I'm definitely planning ahead to other future videos. But War with Myself is next on the agenda. Excellent. And what what date are you shooting for for that one? I'm gonna shoot for September. Did you work with the same uh, company as as uh, I'll hold yep, on? Yep, Urban Visuals is is gonna be who's gonna shoot the next one too. Excellent. Yep. Excellent. And, uh, you already know what he can do so i'm excited <laughs> yeah yeah for sure because that 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 video is awesome 
really good. I think it totally captures the the essence of the tune, which I'm I'm sure that's what you were after. So that's awesome. Oh yeah, thank you so much. Cool. Well, Enlighten, I really appreciate you being on Fans with Bands. I've got one last question for you. All that right, is, shoot. And that is pineapple or no pineapple on pizza? Oh, people are going to hate me for this pineapple, though. I'm sorry. I love it. I love it. <laughs> awesome. I love it too much. <laughs> so, what? What's the favorite uh, topping combo to go with the pineapples? Oh, man. A hammer bacon or pepperoni and ham. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Have you ever tried jalapenos? Not with pineapple yet, but I would like it. I'm a spice guy all day. Yeah, yeah. It's because uh, the folks that I've asked that question, they, they're they like usually like, uh, you know, they say, yeah, I like pineapple. Um, and then uh, what's come up like multiple times is like, oh, yeah, and I, I like the sweet and savory. So I do the jalapeno and I'm like, that might, you know, actually make me want to have pineapple on my pizza if, the, if it had the peppers on there. Yeah, I love jalapenos personally, so I would do it. Hey, I'm not scared. <laughs> I'm not scared. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I might man. just have to try it and let you know how that goes. I was going to oh. say, yeah. <laughs> Got to order one of those up. <laughs> Well, I'll let you know how that is, brother. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thanks again, man, for being on Fans with Bands. I really appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me so much. Much yeah. love. Hell yeah. All right, man. Take it easy. Take it easy. Yes, sir. Many thanks to Enlighten for joining me on this episode of Fans with Bands. It was so cool to be able to spend some time talking about his new album, War With Myself, and get into the stories that influence his music. You can catch Enlighten live on August 20th at the Sanctuary in Hamtramck, a super fine venue, I will say. Keep an eye out for all the latest happenings on Enlighten's website and socials. See the show notes for all the details and links. These are tough times for everyone in the creative industries such as music. Your support of live streaming, purchasing music, and merchandise is critical. If you can help out your local artists, please do. If you are in the Michigan area, Consider following the Playing in the Detroit Area Tonight Facebook page. It is a place for fans and bands to support each other and share our combined love of music. Thank you all so much for listening. Be sure to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast service to get each and every episode of Fans with Bands. Spread the word by rating the show and leaving a comment. We want to hear what you think. You can keep in touch by following us on social media. This is a Life in Michigan production. Until next time, be well and kick out the jams.